Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart and Soul right here in selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my wonderful guest today is Ashley Holt. We're going to be talking about her many books, but her latest one is The Goddess Wake Up. Well, we need to wake up that goddess inside of her. It's all about the empowerment to claim our power and recognize our highest potential and live our best lives. But she's also an author of some many children's books, I Am Brave, um, a soul strong living for girls, Miko, the perfect imperfect dog, fearless with Finney, make a wish with Marley, beyond the woman, visionary women, joining their voices and renewing the tapestry of human consciousness. So she's got a lot to share and we're really going to dive right into it today. She's also a dynamic professional experiencing, including a successful career with the Fortune 500 company, where she excelled in personal development, coaching and women's leadership roles. She also previously was connecting women to their community through, to their community through the impactful role of uh, South's largest digital publication for women. So I I think this is a woman that most certainly is on the go. Uh, she is, uh, I don't know if she ever pauses or sleeps because it looks like she's doing so much, but all to our benefit. And we're very grateful. Welcome to the show, Ashley. Well, thank you for such a beautiful introduction. I appreciate your time and just being able to be here today. It's an honor to connect with you. Well, you know, um, some people find it very easy to kind of read a book, uh, to write a book because it's so you know, comes out of them. It just has to come out. Yeah, is that the, the technique for you? You know, the, the words can't stay in. They've got to pour out of you. Pretty much, yes. But I wasn't always that way. And actually becoming an author and a speaker and, and coaching, this was never part of my plan. I was part of corporate America. Mm -hmm. I was Fortune 500 companies. And um, it was, you know, through my deepest, darkest times that I started writing and just journaling. And then it just started pouring out of me. And next thing I knew, um, I had a published book and that became three and then six and here we are. So yes, I, I, for me, it took me 37 years before I picked up a pen and started journaling. But once I did, I could not put that pen down. So to me, journaling is such a therapeutic exercise, yeah. um, but really has so many more benefits than that too, which um, we might we might go into that. We'll more go into it. On. We'll go into it. We've got time. But one of the things you said, your darkest time, I actually call that the redirect. Right. Right. It, it's telling you you're not on the right journey. I'm going to give you some darkness, some challenges. You know, sometimes the universe taps us on the shoulder, gives us a gentle nudge and we pay attention. Sometimes it yells at us and we just tell it to be quiet. And then comes the cosmic two by four. Whackaroo, have I got your attention now? Right? And then it's like, okay, all right, you've got my full attention. And all that is passionate in you starts coming to the surface. And you can't go back to where you were because your soul has spoken. It's ignited the heart, it's ignited the spirit, and the mind needs to know what it needs to know when it needs to know it, and you've just got to follow that path. Was that your experience? Yes, I don't think I could have said it better. It was just like you were, you were my heart right then speaking. That's exactly what happened. And, you know, for me to just go back a little bit to my childhood, my, I had a, a very emotionally unavailable mother, and as a child, I always remember feeling in the way and I was the problem and um all of those things right and yeah. then when I started I uh, found myself at 37 in a very toxic marriage where I was being demeaned and devalued every day um I looked in, mirror, mm -mm. Right? Yeah. I looked in the mirror one day and I was I just didn't recognize that face looking back at me yeah. and I just saw this broken woman and you know I had these two little girls to take care of and so I had to figure it out and had to figure it out quick <laughs> like where did I go wrong but but what I discovered in this healing journey was that story um I was carrying with me was that I'm un unlovable and mm. I'm impossible to love mm. in my whole life I had been you know finding myself in relationships that were re reflecting that belief yes. back to me yes and 
you know, whether it been friendships or romantic partners or even employment, it was constantly the the battle I was facing until I couldn't face it anymore. Like you said, the two by four that comes and whacks you on the head because I had to care about me. Yes. I had to love myself. And until I figured that out, everything else um, wasn't going to work for me. <laughs> so, so when I started writing and pouring this, this pain and traumas and these beliefs out, um, I realized they were all lies. Mm. You know, I was never unlovable. I was never impossible to love. So I had to, I had to heal that. Yeah. And I, I, part of that came from writing. We reflect, you know, um, the reflection of ourselves is seen through other people's eyes. And we, you know, if other people are discontent in their own lives, they're going to reflect their misery back at you. Mm -hmm. And then you think it's your misery. Mm -hmm. and, and if we could only just step into our own self-healing of that self-love, of stepping into something that we are meant to be, that beautiful instrument and gift that we are meant to be, um, we would then exude that love and that passion and that conviction out. And that would be what people will reflect out. But misery, you know, loves misery, not because misery wants the company, because it's certainly not productive. It's, it's what we relate to. And when you decide, I'm not going to relate to that anymore. That is not my story anymore. I don't need anybody else to give me permission to be loved. I can love myself. And if you can't love me in my light, then off you go. Absolutely. Again, just spoken so eloquently, I couldn't have you know, said it better. But you know, I found myself, like you said, I was in, in a relationship with another broken person who also believed yes. that he was unlovable. Yes. And um, you, know, you can't stay there. And no, you, just you can't. You, you figure it out, but that, that began this self-love journey for me. So, you know, I say I'm an empowerment coach that teaches women, specifically single moms to embrace self-love through the goddess mindset transformation. And that was really the basis of goddess wake up. But before that, I had actually written a whole nother book and it was called shatterproof. And I spent probably two years just pouring out all this pain and all the dark yucky stuff and it came time to put it to the world and i just stared at it and i said i can't i can't put this out there and then i got so mad and frustrated with myself because i'd spent so much time and had gotten all that stuff out and gone through all of that stuff again and i i sat with it and i remember it just hit me like lightning strike well that was part of your story but that's not where you are anymore right what's your story now is not necessarily your pain not that you can't share your stories or share your pain or be open to that but the message now is how did you get through it yeah how did you get through it and what was that journey of self-love so when i say the goddess mindset transformation it's the journey of self-love and i say that there's seven key steps mm -hmm. and that is the true definition of self-love for me that book that you wrote wasn't really for anyone else it was you right. it's your own manual right mm -hmm. your own manual to recovery mm -hmm. and you you may go back and and take portions of it and insert it in another book as a, you know as a, a reflection back but it was your story told as it was yeah. and a way of cleaning it out the way of releasing it mm -hmm. so that you can have a beautiful blank canvas in front of you and write your own story Right? Yeah, that's exactly what it, you know, if, if I hadn't had written it, I wouldn't have been able to write yes. what was really deep down that needed to come out. Yeah. So yeah. it's all part of, part of the story. <laughs> and it was also part of your teachings because through learning, we learn to teach. We learn to pass on the best teachers are those that have gone through it. And by you articulating exactly what you went through, even just to you. And mm -hmm. knowing exactly, I, this is where I went through. These were the dark days. This was my reflection. It is now on paper. I can release you. But, you know, in that new light that you're in now, you, when other people come to you and go, I'm here, I, go, I know I've been there. I've been there. I know what you're going through, right? Mm -hmm. It may be slightly different, but I know the pain associated with it. Mm -hmm. But I also know that you can go through it because you discover your strength. You discover your courage, you discover your abilities, but you also discover your heart passion. Right. Your, your, your inner goddess. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And we've all got one, you know. We I mean, all do yes, have one. It's waiting to come out, you know. And the only permission is you. You don't need anybody else's permission. You just need your own. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. And you know, you said it, you know, when you when you're able to share those experiences with someone or that pain or that those feelings or the emotions behind it, because I believe that the best words you can hear and say are me too. Yes. You know, every time someone says me too to me, that helps me. And every time I'm able to say those words to someone else, it just makes everything all worth it, right? You know, you really can connect to your purpose where you know you know, you are in complete alignment with yeah. what you're supposed to be. Relatability. Doing. It was like when you said, you know, you, you know, you, you married somebody that was injured, right? And, you know, we as women think we can fix the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can nurture it away, but we can't if we're broken too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's not about them, ta- you, you taking them on the journey, because if they're not ready, they're not ready. And there's been many a couple that have decided to split, go and work on themselves and find themselves coming back together again. Because now they're coming back together as two beautiful whole beings. But when they come together, they interlock and become very strong, but they haven't lost their own identity. Mm -hmm. And I think what happens to so many of us, we marry and become a different identity and we lose ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? Because again, we're seeing ourselves through all that life's expectation. And if you look at society's expectation, it sucks. Yes, it does. And, you know, that's what you also have to come, especially, you know, I have two daughters. And so that's when I was going through this at age 37, you know, I just remember looking at them and being, they are not going to do this. Yes. They're not going to be 37 and look in the mirror and have no self-worth and no confidence and not who they are. How can I stop this cycle right now? And for me, positive affirmations was such a transformative thing. And I even say it saved my life. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Because, you know, I wasn't looking, I would have even known what a positive affirmation was. Mm-hmm. Someone, you know, I was like listening to, you know, a video or something and they talked about it. And so I thought, well, that's interesting. What if I did that? You know, and you can think it's such a silly practice just to say these, these positive things about yourself. But for me, no one had spoken those things right. to me. And I had to learn how to do it for myself. And they started working immediately. And then I read, and you know, I I was blown away. Like, why is this working? And why was I never taught this earlier? Especially, you know, as a teenager, why are you taught these things? Or I wasn't. And um, so I I started researching this and how this was working to rewire the brain and all of these things. And then I came across that you can learn another language in your sleep. Mm. And I thought that was fascinating. It might take a while, but you can actually do that. So I thought, well, what if I do that with affirmations? And so I started listening to eight hour affirmations from YouTube in my sleep. And from day one, I literally woke up a different person. It was like someone had literally put a chip in my brain and made me stronger. And I still do it to this day, but it became so important to me and such a transformative experience that when I was going through divorce, I wanted to incorporate these into my children's lives on a daily basis. So I had them, you know, written on the mirror or in the car and all of this, but I thought, how can I be more intentional with it? So I thought I'll write some affirmations in a story. And my daughter is a great artist. She's eight at the time. Uh, and she can draw pictures and we'll tie it with ribbon and we'll read it at night before we go to bed. And that was literally my first book. I mean, who knew? Like, I had no yeah. idea that I would end up writing so many more or that it would ever be read by anybody else or that I would be speaking at elementary schools and, and just yeah. reading these words into to children. And it's just funny how life works, right? You didn't write with an agenda. Right. right? You wrote from the now right? And the the affirmations at night, you know, it takes um, eight positives to undo one negative. Mm. And, you know, the the rubber band is a good thing for people who are learning that. One negative, snap that rubber band. It's associated with pain. Now you have to say eight positives, which, you know, could be gratitudes. Um, But that is the reprogramming of the mind. Now, the brain is the is the hard drive. That's what makes the body go. That's how I can move my hands. It's coming from the brain. But the mind is the programming. And by repetitiveness, um, uh, constantly in that 
positive affirmation, it's reprogramming the mind into wanting to speak in those affirmations, wanting to be more peaceful, wanting to be more lovable. And then it, it opens up your soul, which is where the divine message comes through, which resonates with your heart, and your spirit goes into action, right? So it's all achievable. doesn't matter how dark anything has been. The first thing has to be is the willingness, the willingness to want to change. Mm-hmm. That is so well said. And that's the subtitle of Goddess Wake Up is Claim Your Power. Mm-hmm. Because we are walking around with so much power within us and we give it away all day, all every day. And when I really realized how much power I had and how much power I was ultimately giving away, things really started to shift for me. Yeah. Because I believe, you know, every second of every day, we're attracting something into our mm-hmm. life based on our thoughts, based on the belief about ourselves. So, you know, you've got to, to understand the power of your thoughts and know that you can make your thoughts work for you or against you. Oh, yeah. So let's make them work for you because one way or the other, it's doing something. Yes. And, you know, we, we, you talk about stepping into your power and, and not giving it away. The thing is, if you give your power away, it can decrease your power. But how about you empower others to discover their own power, right? Because now you're, you've become the generator for them. Right to to charge up and generate their own power. Mm-hmm. Yes, you, you know, for me and, and with my daughters too, it's just my whole life up to well uh, to the time of my divorce, thirty seven. Power was something that was outside of me. Yeah, you know, I feel like we're taught, you know, I'm powerful if I have this much money. I'm mm. powerful if um, you know, if I. I accomplish this goal or I hold this title and that's not power power comes with very intentional uh, a very intentional way of being and a very intentional way of making a choice in every second of every day that no one can do for you like you are the only one who can do it it doesn't matter what's thrown at you right you know um our choice is going to be what we're going to do with it and yes, we have every right to get angry or get frustrated or get upset. But to remember that that emotion is one that you're feeling at the moment due to what's happened. But don't become emotional about it because now you'll get stuck in it. You know, half an hour of that motion, you know, uh, anger or whatever, that's it. Right? You've spent that emotion. You've got it off your chest. Now what are you going to do about it? Right, because they're triggers. Like just yes, like you said, they're you know the kind of the two by four hitting you over the head, saying you're you're missing something here. Yeah. You really need to feel this so you can make a choice to change what this is about. Really about you know if something's making you angry, it's it it's you're not giving power to something within yourself. Yeah, to go a different direction. Do you find uh, most your clientele, I mean, if, for everybody it has to be free will, you have to have that free will to want to change, right? Um, but do you also find that for most of the people, it is either that cosmic two by four or the rug pulled from underneath them, they have to experience that kind of bottoming out before they can climb back out of the ashes and become that beautiful new flower. But you know, that's somehow that bottoming out is I've got nothing else to lose, I may as well look up, you know? Yeah, and I think sometimes people don't know what they don't know. Yeah. And that's why, you know, self-discovery and, you know, just taking five minutes a day to to connect to you, to see yeah. you, to hear you. These things are so important. Otherwise, you're just walking around kind of as a, a character in someone else's life instead of, you know, the walking dead, I call them. Show. Yeah. <laughs> the zombies aren't just on TV. Yeah. <laughs> there are many zombies walking around just totally detached from life. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I do think the universe or life or whatever you want to call it gives you signs. Oh, you know, yeah. me, again, going back to, to my experience as a child and feeling so unlovable or I was always in the way and a problem. Yeah. I really thought I was a problem. Yeah. You know, I really thought I was unlovable. I really thought that you know, I was just a disgrace. If Like, who would want me in their presence? I am a disgrace. And then I, at 37, I went home and opened a drawer at my mom's house. And there was a letter that I had written her when I was 12 years old. It had a date on it for some reason. And it said, dear mom, I'm sorry I ruined your life. Mm. Did she ever read it? No, I couldn't even, I didn't understand why she still had that. 
But she didn't have the guts to read it because she knew she'd have to face it. She'd have to do something about it. Yeah. And I didn't even tell her I found it. I just said, you know, what I'm feeling and what I'm going through now wasn't me. Something was happening. And she has her own, again, like her pain was being projected onto me. Yes. And in that moment, I could give her grace and forgiveness and understand, okay, at least I have the self-awareness now and the strength and the courage and the guidance because I chose to, like, I chose to know more. So I guess, you know, for anyone listening, like look at your life and and where you might feel stuck or what are these SLBs, I call them the self-limiting beliefs that are running the show of your, of, of your actions that you don't even know. Like there's a story in you potentially if, if, if you haven't done this work that's running the show and causing chaos and havoc in your life. And so you really need to look at that and figure out what do you believe about yourself mm-hmm. and anything that isn't that you're an amazing goddess, mm-hmm. <laughs> here to do great things, here to transform the world that you don't aren't worthy of a great life and to achieve all the things that are within your heart and soul, like whatever it is that's holding you back from that belief, let's work on it. You know, um, I always say to people, if you can't do it for you initially, do it for the people around you, because Mm -hmm. we are inclined to do more for other people than we are for ourselves. But if we're being nicer, kinder, more loving and caring towards ourselves, that means you're going to be it towards the people around you. So step into that role. Right. I'm going to be more like I'm going to be more loving and kinder, you know, (laughs) even if you're gritting your teeth while you're doing it, just do it. Keep feeding that energy and you'll start finding there's a flow coming. All right. You're in the rhythm and then it becomes easier. (laughs) Well, I I don't even think I answered your last question because I think you asked, you have to hit rock bottom or is there a way to do it? And I guess, you know, the hope, I feel like these conversations are getting more prevalent. These conversations that really matter that, that if I had heard earlier on, I would have investigated positive affirmations earlier or read you know self-help books earlier or just done things more for me or someone would have talked about their relationship with their mother and maybe go oh yeah oh you know so the most important thing I think is to keep having conversations that matter and talk about it so hopefully you don't have to hit rock bottom so the more we can talk about it and the more we can make these things maybe more mainstream or like introduce positive affirmations in schools or, you know, yes. history, English, all these things are so important. But what about the story behind these children that we don't know that need that need confidence, that need some self-worth, that need to know these tools? Like for me, positive affirmations were, I don't want to say more important or just as important as anything else I was being taught in curriculum at school. I think it's imperative because if you yes, don't have this is, why isn't it? Like, why isn't it? You know, if we have so much dysfunction in the world and it can all be traced back to childhood. Mm-hmm. And I've got a series, Raising, um, Raising Our Gifting Children and Our Forgotten Children series. And it, you know, it's all about the people, the adults that are angry or in pain or disconnected or, or addicts or constantly in bad relationships is because as a child, they didn't feel worthy or they didn't feel loved or you know, neglected in some way. And we can't always shame and blame the parents because what skills and tools did they have? to bring us up they didn't have the guidance that we do today that is accessible for us today um and they will be bringing us up the way that we will they were brought up and so the cycle just carried on and on and on but in this day and age we've chosen to break that cycle right even if you're an adult you can still heal your inner child you can still love your inner child and say no blame no shame not even to your parents they did the best they could in the parameters that they knew have some compassion for them and love yourself for who you are today and heal that young child and don't forget to have some fun bring your inner child out and have some fun but Mm -hmm. that is where society has been and we look at society today and it really is time for change which means we've got to turn it all the way back and go back to that inner child Mm -hmm. and start healing that inner child because holding people back imagine what you could have done if you had stepped into your glory of, of that child and being a goddess earlier i you know i know and i think about that and then i go wow what you know that's the reason that is part of my story i i i believe i was meant to have yes. she was my perfect mother 
she was the perfect one for me to to learn these lessons so that I would have the passion and the inspiration and the motivation to do something with it. Right. And, you know, so now, you know, where I used to have so much anger and frustration and resentment, I'm like, no, like she was my greatest teacher. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Where, where would you have found the strength or the courage or the abilities? You know, it's that the old adage, teach them to fish, right? So you're teaching people to fish for the, for the emotions that are going to serve them, for the purpose that's going to serve them and serve humanity, for the beautiful goddess that lies within them. And if we are willing to take that journey, that quest, right? And in that discovery, of our own pot of gold at, our, at the end of our own rainbow. And then, you know, we appreciate it more. We understand it more. And we also certainly live in more gratitude. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, at the end of all of it, it's freedom. Yeah. I felt, you know, more, more free. Yes. And just to, to accept myself, the, the good, the bad, the ugly, the past, the present, and what's to come, you know, with excitement and with eagerness. And like you said, with gratitude and just every day is an adventure. It's, it's you know, when start feeling good, yeah, yes, just, it became like you know, a sickness that we should just always feel bad and stressed and worried and, and anxious and all these things. You know, we wake up and we're either worried about yesterday and all the things we can't fix or what's to come that may not even happen, and we forget that right now is a blessing. And what can we do today? What can we do right now? Mm, the gift of the present is in the now, the most present. certainly. Mm. You know, um. You had the courage to face your inner child. You had the courage to take that journey, but also on that journey, it's also to realize not everybody's at the same level. People are at different levels of their own heart, spirit, growth. Um, but it's also, you don't, you know, I'm sure you were a people pleaser beforehand, you know, bending oh. over backwards to, you know, have everybody like you because you're doing everything for them. And, you know, now I, I say, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm people's strong cup of black coffee. You can take me or leave me. I'm not going to be offended, yeah. right? Because we will resonate on a certain vibe now, a certain frequency. And people who've turned the dial and feel that frequency are going to want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Those that aren't ready for it, they're not there yet. And some people never will be because some people are not willing to put the work in. We can only speak to the people that say, okay, I've received the cosmic two by four. I'm ready to come up now. What do I do? Help. And again, where the guardians and where the, the, the um, supervisors kind of in a way, we're going to help them with the skills and the tools, but they've got to apply them. And then they have to walk forward in that knowledge with all that knowledge in their backpack. So a lot of people think about, oh, if I, you know, I read your book or if I go to you, you're going to fix me. No, you're going to show them how to fix themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I was a huge self-proclaimed people pleaser. Isn't and it tiring? Isn't it oh, exhausting? It's exhausting. Oh. I mean, that's why one day I woke up and I'm like, who am I? Because I was so busy doing everything for everybody and yeah. trying to be what society, going back to society stereotypes, thought I should be. I should be this type of mom. I should be just this type of spice. I should be this yes. type of community service. You know, yeah. what if the list goes on and on and on until you, you can't breathe. Yes, I know. <laughs> a pillow over your face. <gasps> and if yeah. someone didn't like me, yeah. I mean, you know, gas. How, how what did I do wrong? I'm doing everything perfect. Yeah, I'm doing everything you want me to do. And, you know, now when someone doesn't like me, I'm like, I'm doing something right. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I find joy in someone who doesn't like me because that means that, you know, I'm being more authentic to me. And there was a great quote, you know, when you say, when you say yes to someone else, make sure you're not saying no to yourself. And, Very good one. You know, yeah. I mean, I am human. I have to remind myself that sometimes, but, I, but it comes quicker. Like I, I feel it like, nope, say no right now. Ash, you know, that voice say no. <laughs> and you know, there's, um, I mean, you can imagine, and I'm sure with you too, I get asked to join things and do things all the time. And I know my parameters. I know what I can, I can't do. And it's, you know, it's, you know, thank you very much for having me. Not at this time. Um, and it's, there's always ways of letting people down because you know what they're offering is wonderful great it's just not for me and right. that's the thing know who you are and what's for you plenty of opportunities are going to be given you the more light you step into the more light you become the more people are going to come up to you wanting you to do something but you have got to have your own heart soul mind time management 
and body for body in that management right because if you don't refuel yourself and rejuvenate yourself then you're not going to be able to deliver to anyone so it is essential that you don't say yes to everything because that's just going to flatten you (laughs) well it always loves this visual i I always have visuals and imagery that come to mind, but um, one time I said, you know, when you're a light or when you're connected to, you know, who you are, which is great, that's your gift, like, yeah. you want to be this lighthouse, but just like, you know, those bug zappers you put outside and they have the fluorescent <laughs> light, they attract lots of bugs, yes. so you have to be careful that just because, you know, you are in your light, you got to be careful that you're, you're always going to attract bugs are still going to come to you so you have to have a lot of discernment but also with that with this goddess energy because to me you know just connecting to this divine feminine energy that that lives within us you know a goddess if they were to if a goddess was to walk into her room she's also kind but self-protective right because she doesn't she can't give away her superpower to just anyone or anytime or anything, or else she can't be of service to the world with her superpower. Yeah. So, you know, self-love for me, especially down here in the South, has a negative connotation that self-love means selfish. And the worst mm. thing you can call a Southern woman down here is selfish. <laughs> so I'm really trying to change that narrative that yeah. self-love is honor. Because when yeah. you honor your gifts and you honor what you're here to put into the world, that is your superpower. And you have to protect that. And so self-love is not selfish. Self-love is honor. You have to honor who you are and honor your gifts, just like, you know, and be very discerning and who gets that. Yeah. And, you know, like if you're talking to a guy, look at his car. Generally kind of something fuzzy that they really look after and go, okay, imagine you were the car. Imagine you didn't put any oil in it. Right, you, you know, I'm, I mean, I've just That's spent eighteen hundred dollars on new brakes and everything else. Because saying like, yes. but you know, imagine you didn't put the brakes in there. Imagine you did, you know, that um, you didn't wash it, you didn't clear it out. You know, you just used it at a vehicle, kind of abused it, and, and don't care if it drops dead. You'll just get another one. Now imagine you're that vehicle. Now, what would you do for your vehicle? <laughs> right? You know what they would do for their right. vehicle, right? I love it. Right now, I love it. Imagine you're the vehicle. Yes. But it's so obvious for the yes. car, right? Yes. So it's not obvious for, for to take care of ourself and our heart and our soul and our emotions the same way. I know. <clears throat> no, and it's, and it goes back to that thing where kind of keep seeking permission. The only permission you need is from yourself. Mm-hmm. The only person that you need to be is yourself, right? I was seeking permission. <clears throat> and so I say that in the book, you, know, you have, I am giving you, Permission. So if yes. you're waiting on permission, this is your sign. You have permission. So take it. And go and have an eyeball to eyeball in your mirror and say that. Mm-hmm. Right? You are love. The love is in you. Exude that love. Let it go through every single pore of you. Right through. I mean, we're 70% water. Right? And the, the, there is that water experiment out there motto with the um, water that was neglected, the water that was given anger, and the water that was given love. Neglected didn't change. The water that was given anger went dark and black, and the other one crystallized into frequency that was resonating very higher. If we're 70% water, imagine what you're doing to your body. Now, where do we get disease from? Dis-ease. Dis-ease. <laughs> right? So look at the water in your body. Right? And go, okay, what color do I think it is? A bit on the gray side. I don't need it to go into the black. So what do I need to do to purify that water? I need to purify my thoughts. I need to purify my heart intent. I need to purify my own action. And having someone like you that can guide them along the way with the affirmations, with the book, of you don't have to do this alone. There's always someone there that cares and that can help you. That was my, you know, when I look back on that time, I remember feeling so lonely and so unsupported and just, I didn't have anyone or anything and, um, but myself and that's, that's okay. Like, I remember saying that sometimes, but I had me because I'm yes. an awesome person to have, and, you know, yes. so anyone out there who feels lonely or unsupported, guess what? It's okay. Sometimes it's okay to feel lonely, but you are never alone because you have you and you matter and you are stronger than you could ever know. Right. I wrote an article many, many years ago about um, loneliness and that the worst kind of loneliness is loneliness in a crowd. 
you know, going to a party and feeling lonely. It doesn't matter what conversations you have. They're all surface chatter. You don't feel like anyone is talking to you. No one is seeing you. Uh, and nobody even wants to know who you really are. And it's, you feel lost in that. And that's where that extreme loneliness is. Mm-hmm. I love to be alone with me now. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, I love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And that's the point we want to get to. Mm-hmm. So when you are engaged with people, it's truly you, you are sharing in your exuberance. And when you're not around people, you don't need people to be your, your generator, right? We can regenerate ourselves. When you stop, you stop finding that codependency on other people because you have such a strong yeah. relationship with who you are. You don't need anyone to to entertain you or to tell you how great you are or validate you in any way because you got you yes like, you know so and you're you, not you bored with you either it. you're not bored <laughs> with yourself <laughs> and, and really you find that you know if, if someone can't treat you the people in your life or that you have the choice to be around if they can't treat you as good as you treat you you're perfectly fine and so your standards go way up you yeah. know you, you treat yourself with such with such high honor and respect and love and uh, you know either and and when you do that you naturally attract more people who do want to treat you that way and you have so much less tolerant tolerance for anyone who, who doesn't you know can't get to that bar and you know it's okay to um you know, going back to the saying, no, it's okay to close the doors of certain people because there are people that are natural piranhas. They're going to suck the energy out of you. And especially people, what I call newbies, people that are kind of coming out of their dark shell. You know, the light is a bit blinding at first and they're navigating their way forward in that affirmation, in that becoming. And if they get around those piranhas at that time, they could suck that energy right out of them. And you go, but you know, that person was doing so well, what happened? wrong company so while you are actually in what i call recovery and rediscovery of your own self uh you have to be very careful of who's around you at that time because we don't need those negative thoughts or those piranhas mm-hmm. absolutely and you know the self-love journey your circle's gonna change yes and it's a good thing yeah you know and i always say you know just like in in what do we do as women? We go into our closet and we have, say we're going to a big fancy party or we're, we're going somewhere and we walk into our closet and we say, I don't have anything to wear. Yeah. <laughs> right? And it's jam packed with yeah. all these things, but guess what? They're not the right, the color doesn't look good on us. They don't fit, it doesn't fit us anymore. It's not yes. the right. It's just not us. It doesn't represent who we are anymore, it right? It's not who yeah. we are. So, so just like the people around us, when you grow and you expand, you're, you got to clean out the closet and that's the people around you. Or you sometimes you got to clean them out so yeah. the new ones can come in, you know, the ones that can lift you up and support you. And, you know, in that support, in that togetherness, in that light, in that beautiful energy, it is just so magnificent because the creativity and the possibilities that come about at that time in that sisterhood or brotherhood or brother sisterhood, it's about those energies coming together and we're unstoppable when we have those energy. Anything is possible in those energies. And even though you are the different instrument, you're part of an orchestra that knows that you need to be harmonious with each other in order to create a symphony. But your part, whether it's a triangle or you're the soloist, it's important, right? It's important uh, to know your instrument. <laughs> know your instrument, that's right. That's right. So you have seven steps in, in um, in the book there so what what uh, can you share any of those of course i can you know i can't can't leave them waiting too much longer right but, right because the word goddess is an acronym and guess what i tried to make it so easy so if you're not used to adding affirmations to your life it's also an affirmation and an intention so for mm. example g is get outside your comfort zone so the first thing i say is every day for this for this week that you're reading this chapter you wake up and you say i'm getting outside my comfort zone i'm getting outside my comfort zone i am getting outside my comfort zone and guess what usually just saying those words you can feel the fear like creeping into your gut going oh no i have to be on oh gosh what am i gonna have to do so you got to get comfortable with knowing you're gonna be you're gonna get outside that comfort zone and and um, the intention at this is how I just kick off the book is I am open to receive mm. guidance, strength, and courage to step into my life's highest 
purpose mm -hmm. because I'm a huge believer in intentional living because just yes. like if I was going to get in the car and drive across the country, I set my GPS. If I don't, I might still get there, but it's going to take me a lot longer. So when you set, set the intention from the get-go of, of every day I write down, my dominant intention today is. And, um, you know, so if you're not used to that, I try to make that super easy. I try to set that GPS and give you the affirmation so you are, are ready to go. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, there's some goddess secrets to go along with, with each. But then O is overcome negative self-talk. So mm -hmm. the affirmation, of course, I am, I am overcoming negative self-talk. And how do we do that? You know, there's some tips and tricks on that. Then D is dare to dream big because you've forgotten how to dream. Mm. And I love uh, working with women and, you know, I say, you got to know who you are and what you want and where you want to go. But then I don't know. I yeah. don't know. And, you know, I was there. I remember not knowing. I was just trying to get through the day. So we start somewhere and then we go six le levels deep. And so I call that the what if game. Okay, so if that came true today, what if? What if it comes mm. true? What are you going to do next? What's your dream then? I don't know. So we, but you know, bring it out six levels deep, and that's where you really start to expand your mind and your consciousness and possibility. Because we're too stuck in pain of the past and our failures that we get stuck there yes. instead of giving all that power to the potential and the possibility. So you got to learn how to dream again. Mm -hmm. And then the next D is declare your desires to the universe. Because yes. I say, if the universe doesn't know what you want. It can deliver it to you. Exactly. <laughs> so you got to get really clear on it. And there's some tips and tricks on how to do that. But one of my favorites is to sign a contract with yourself. Mm. Because we sign contracts all day, every day with our with loans, with our mortgage, with our car, with our cell phone, with a company. You know, you name it. We have so many contracts out there. Or, you know, each month we get our bills and we're paying our bills. That's a contract with, with all of our bills. Well, Every month when you pay your bills, bring out your contract. Did you did you pay your bill to yourself? Mm -hmm. And you know it, that's a strong intention there when you yeah. when you remember how much you're giving away to everything else, but what really matters. And then um, the the E is expect miracles because mm -hmm. what do we do? We expect the worst. Right. This is another what if game. Well, what if what if I fail? What if people make fun of me? What if I you know all the things. All the, all the negative things that could happen, but you got to change that script to what if it goes right? What if it does come true? What if you help someone? What if it like the world is waiting for you and you know it's time to step out into that? So expect miracles and, I'll, and that's a big chapter about gratitude as well because mm -hmm. gratitude is a magnet for expecting yes. miracles. Yes. So um, I'm, I'm doing a speed session here. But yeah, no, this is fabulous. <laughs> and you stand in your truth. Yes. And, you know, at the beginning, when you're starting chapter G, you probably aren't real clear on, on what mm. your truth is. You don't have a clue. But by the time you've gotten out of, outside your comfort zone, when you start overcoming this negative self-talk, when you start to dream again, when you start getting really clear on what you want, when you start expecting the potential and the great possibilities, then guess what? It's real clear you have a vision of what your truth is now yeah. and where you want to go and who you want to be and what you want to do and then the last s is surrender to self-love yes i remember you know starting this self-love journey going to someone who was a mentor at the time saying what is self-love like what is that how do you do that and thinking you know, it was just this foreign thing to yeah. me and i don't remember her answer but but people come to me now women come to me and say what what is self-love? Like I take baths every once in a while when I can, I get mm -hmm. my nails done. Well, great. That, that can be an aspect of self-love. But that day I spent two years writing that other book that I threw away. Mm -hmm. That's what that light bulb came to me and said, this is self-love. Yes. This was the journey of self-love and how did you get there? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I had this goddess, revelation <laughs> and i thought this is self-love these seven steps are to me what self-love really is yeah it's not getting your nails done it's not going to this right. necessarily yeah it's really giving yourself permission to awaken this inner goddess within you and to do these seven things and when you incorporate them in your life for five minutes five minutes a day for 28 days you're going to experience radical shifts 
on who you are and what you want and where you want to go and where what your truth really is. And everything around you is going to start to reflect that to you. Through that process, you're igniting your soul. Yeah. A soul cannot speak to a closed heart. You're opening up your heart. Mm-hmm. Your spirit is being engaged mm-hmm. and your mind be- becomes clearer on what it needs to know when it needs to know it. Right. And that's the thing is really what we're doing is taking away old conditioning, that expectation that has proven to be a failure. Um, especially all this expectation of should, 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 you know, um, and just you are allowing by surrendering, you are allowing yourself from the inside out to come in. Don't dictate to the inside what it should do. Right. Now, when you come out, you've got to be this and you've got to be that new. None of that whatsoever. Be inquisitive, be wondrous, be exploratory of who you are and allow yourself to come because as you allow yourself to come out exactly things are going to happen to you people you're going to meet all these other beautiful opportunities are going to be presented because you allowed and didn't dictate so beautiful it's a beautiful journey yes yes and it's fun you know well i mean you have to go through you have to go through the feelings yes to acknowledge the feelings you can heal the feelings and on the other side of that is freedom yeah i always like to say i just want to make women feel beautiful be happy and live empowered the empowerment lies within us the beauty is within us uh the uh meaningful purpose is right there within us and we're all contributors here on earth and we need to be of service to one another and in the past, we've been servants, mm-hmm. right? Not of service. That's right. So step into that service by becoming the beautiful you, you really are, because your gift is what the world needs and what you do. And it doesn't, don't bring comparison into it or competitiveness into it. Just be your light. And those that can see it will see it, feel it and learn from it. Those that can't, aren't ready to see it yet. So don't worry about that. Each person has their own stage of journey and they may get there or they may not. All you can do is be that beacon of light and be prepared for when they open the door and say, can I come in? Definitely. Definitely. Well, you are quite the goddess yourself. (laughs) Taking a long journey. (laughs) (laughs) The willingness to go through the pain. That's the important thing. You know, in society, we're told to take a painkiller, numb the pain. But it's the same as with an infection. You can't just put a Band-Aid on it. The infection goes deeper. You have to clear that infection from the inside out. You have to face that pain and what's causing it. And that's the only way you're going to get to the other side of freedom, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Well, I'm so thankful to have you to have these conversations with. And I'm so grateful for all the wonderful things you're putting into the world and the light that you are. And I am so grateful that we got to connect. Oh, a beautiful beautiful work you're doing here so how do people get hold of all of the books and also just quickly a little synopsis on the other books that you have there you've got I am brave and you've got uh, I've got my glasses on Milo and um, (laughs) (laughs) Finny the perfectly imperfect pug that was the first one and Mika was our actual pet so she was the inspiration like I said I thought this was going to be a little ribbon bound book between us uh, but that probably is my my favorite to date but so my children's books are Mika the perfectly imperfect pug fearless with Finley and make a wish with Marley and they are filled with uh, they tell cute stories about animals but they're filled with affirmations mm. to keep it um of course lighthearted, but ultimately with the mission to um to build self-confidence. And right. And, and I then, am brave. Yes. So then as my, my daughter got older, she ended entered middle school and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to write a book. All the things I wish I had known at that age. Yes. And yes. So it's called I am brave. Soul strong living for girls. And that's when I started speaking to, I started aligning with nonprofit organizations for girls and speaking. And afterwards the moms would pull me down and they'd say, 
I know this was for my daughter, but where were you when I was a teenager? Yeah. For moms or for women. And I thought, ding, ding, ding. I knew that's what I ultimately wanted to do. I just didn't think I was quite ready. And so that's kind of what also gave me that nudge to, to do Goddess Wake Up. And um, so that's the newest one. It's on Amazon. And you can also check out my website, ashleyholtbooks.com. And more importantly, this is what is so special to me because as I said before, I was a single mom and I was struggling and I felt so alone mm-hmm. and unsupported. And I sure didn't have money for an empowerment coach or for fancy workshops right. or anything like that. Yes. So of course the, the book is $10. And if, you, if, if, if that doesn't work in your budget, I made an interactive chapter for each book. So mm. you can have a, a face, a voice. Um, hopefully you'll feel my empathy and compassion for everything you're going through that you can, you can listen to it that way. And you know, if you don't have time to read 10 pages of a book a day, you listen to it on the way to work. Um, and then also I have a five minute goddess meditation that will breathe so much life into you, connect you to your inner goddess and remind you how valuable and loved and supported you really are. And that's only five minutes. So again, I just say five minutes for 28 days, whether it's through, through some of my goddess materials or whatever it is that inspires or motivates you, give yourself five minutes. And your YouTube is Ashley Holt as well? Ashley Holt, author, speaker, coach. Okay. Can you just spell your name Ashley Holt for those that are just listening and yes. not reading it? A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-O-L-T. Excellent. So, you know, the thing is, folks, the material's there. The people are there. She's right here. If you've resonated with anything that's being said today, pick up the book, listen to the chapters, reach out to her. Because we're not meant to do this, well... We are alone on this journey, but along the way, we're going to meet those people that are going to fortify us, that are going to give us the next map or going to show us how we can prepare for the next part of our journey. That's what they're here to do. They're here to um, really help us keep standing, following that dream, discovering ourselves. And in turn, you will one day be that person for someone else. And that's the greatest gift that you can be. Um, And so please become the goddess i mean it's really it's inside of you you know it's there it's wanting to come out but it needs your permission and your participation and your willingness to go through the process nobody can go from a to z just like that no downloadable app nothing you've got to be willing to go to the process but the more that you resist it the harder it's going to be the more you step into flow the easier it's going to be and she's made it very very easy for you five minutes a day yes you can give it longer but all you have to do is commit to five minutes a day and you'll see where the shift and the change starts happening, which is really important. Thank you so much for sharing, Ashley. Thank you so much. And again, the books are at ashleyholtbooks.com. Her Instagram is Ashley Holt, YouTube, Ashley Holt. And you can reach out to her in any which way and uh, just become that goddess. You know she wants to come out, folks. You know she does. All you have to do is open that door and give her permission. The wings are all crunched up there right now. They want to stretch out and come out and flap. So let yourself out, please. (laughs) Thank you so much, Ashley. Thank you. Until next time, folks, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. You will hear many, many shows here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. We have new shows for you out every week. Just find them on our podcast or or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com discoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.